Hey guys, welcome to episode 251 of the podcast, Boys of Summer, with my guest, uh, Eugene Cordero. Love him. I hope you guys enjoy the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it with my friend and colleague, Eugene. I can't stop saying colleague now. I think Paul F used that once and I have just shamelessly used it ever since because it makes me feel like I teach at a college. Uh, um, uh, I hope you enjoy. And uh, I, the last thing I wanted to just throw out there is I believe I haven't said this on the podcast yet, but if you are a person going to Dragon Con or are in the Atlanta area, I am so very excited that I will be joining uh, some improv shows and some panels there, and I'll be doing some signing. Um, you can uh, gather all pertinent information uh, at Dragon Con's website, and uh, I hope to see some of you there. It's going to be really fun. There's so many other amazing people Um just friend, friends of the podcast, uh, people I love there. I'm sure if you give it a Google, you will be impressed at the lineup and uh, hope to see you. Okay, guys, talk to you next time on the podcast. Now entering Nerdist.com. Listen, I'm starting recording. That, that it, it's not that's not beyond the scope of things that have happened in the past. But I can see what's happening, so I I will see if you flatline. And also, if you flatline in life, mm-hmm. I'll probably be able to tell you've died. No, no, okay, good. I don't think I that. can. I'm I'm hoping if I ever flatline, I would still be talking for like at least ten <laughs> minutes. I'd be talking for like 10 minutes. It's, like it's as yeah. if you have a piece of food on your yeah, teeth. Life yeah. can continue. It'll just keep going. Like, as everyone else Like my it. nails uh-huh. keep growing. <laughs> and I get at least like a couple more sentences out sure. that you can't ask me about. Sure, sure. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So yeah. you, you're, it, the output is, even the, the speaking, the yeah. output is there. It's there. Yeah. It would be you're like, not receiving. I would receiving. be like, okay, see you guys. And then there might be a chance I'd be like, well, what's the name of that? Um, <laughs> And then that's when it would end. <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, wait, he had a thought. He didn't want to say it. He did say it. What was that about? Yeah. Oh, and what a mystery you would, would leave people know. with. What a serious mystery. That would be a mystery. That'd be neat. Do you feel like there are things... I don't know why I'm going straight into this. This is super dark. But um, d- my relationship with death has has sort of increased in amount of time I think about it um, significantly in the last few years for reasons I'm not sure I totally understand. But one of the things that comes along with that is like little thoughts to myself now. Oh, I know what it probably is. I don't know why I made that such a mystery. Because of all these murder podcasts I listen to now and stuff. Oh, all yeah, of these, like all this true crime stuff. Murder so, podcasts will yeah. do it. And like, also, and like, also like, arre- like crime at all, like the court system, lawyers, yeah. anything like that immediately I sort of have that, you know, quick shuffle through all my personal belongings, imagining, and my emails, imagining all the things I could be used against me, things yeah. that could be used against me. And so I'm wondering if you have those I, thoughts ever. I mean, I'm starting to think about all of that kind of stuff now also, but I feel like that's because it seems like a lot of people that either A, I've enjoyed in like movies or music yeah. have passed away that I'm like, what? Yeah. And then like, you know, they'd pass away for, um, you know, something sudden or something like that. But 
they would also die of just like age. And I'm like, wait, they're that old? Wait, yeah. how old is, oh my God, oh my God. And then yeah. it's like, everybody's going to die yeah. more. Yeah. That's, uh, that, I, I agree with that too. I think that has been for the yeah. last couple of years for a lot of us. It's been this sort of reckoning of, so yeah. you're, so for sure this happens to everyone? Right. I yeah, guess yeah. it must if it well, happens to blank, waiting. blank, and blank. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the news where they're like, we're figuring it out. We did it, you guys. We figured it out. The we frozen thing it. works. You will flatline and then someone will come over and just go like, and there'll be like a little vial and then yeah. they'll just inject your brain into a computer and then you'll just keep talking. Yeah. You'll yeah. just keep talking. And then I'll find out what the name of it is by myself uh-huh. through the internet because <laughs> I am a computer now. Yeah. And, and then you'll like, take over the world. I'll be like, oh, yeah. it was Gary Oldman. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was in. <laughs> it was Gary Oldman who was in Immortal Beloved. <laughs> wish. He who played Beethoven. That? Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, Do you have, uh, do you have stuff that you feel like you would rather not put someone else through going through afterwards. What do you mean? Like I am a girl who kept diary, like journals. Oh, and I just changed it into journals yeah, as yeah, if yeah. it weren't always about like sex and romance. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. uh, I journals still means have that journals. There was like math in there. There's <laughs> probably no math. Findings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> journals are findings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have some of my high school findings, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh, in a box in the garage, a couple of and, dinosaurs, uh, a lot of important discoveries yeah, that I have yeah. not been willing to share sure. with the world upon my death. Do I want my nearest and dearest to like? Would they? Oh right. And then, then, and then, there's a weird sociological question: like, would they even want to read my old journals, or would that be too painful, or would it be weird? And yeah. would they feel like would they just get burned on a in a bonfire by someone? Or yeah, or is that shredder? that scary thing of like during a move? They lost it, so now it's more guilt than it is them <laughs> ever reading it. So it's just like, oh man, I got. We never read. Yeah. Janet's. I wonder oh, who shit. has those. Yeah. Where did those? I mean, I have to assume they'll be published, but. Yes. And in, and in high demand. But if Huge. that doesn't happen. No, no, it will. So let's not worry about but that. But do I want that, Eugene? You'd do w- I want that? I think you'd want, I would want my high school oh my God, findings <laughs> to be published. Definitely. I mean, those are. I wish I had, I wish I wrote anything down. (laughs) I never read a single thing. I never wrote anything. What were you doing? I was talking. Okay. I was, yeah. I, I. Where were you doing this talking? What do you mean? Where, where in the world? Where in the world? Uh, In Pontiac and Rochester and Detroit, Michigan areas. All right. Um, But, uh, I and uh, Sterling Heights and I was I thought you just said Australia Nights Austra- for a second and then <laughs> I put and, it I put it together yes. after the fact no 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 it was Detroit Pontiac uh, Rochester and then in my mind uh, were my Australia Nights <laughs> where like right at dusk I'd break it to an Australian <laughs> accent so <laughs> those were my Australian, Australian Nights, nights. <laughs> yeah. oh god um, so yeah, uh, you know, middle school, it was all Australia at night, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all about koalas and wallabies. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, no, I think most of the time, see my sister, I have an older sister mm-hmm. and very talkative parents. Mm-hmm. And Did my, they stay together? Through yes. Your... Yeah. Nice. Um, and my sister was a very academic 
and sports. Like she was just like. How much older is she? A year and a half. Oh, okay. So close. Yeah. So close. So she was like varsity this, straight A's and that, you know, so mm-hmm. it was like, okay. So then I was just kind of like this like <laughs> pudgy little like wee <laughs> kid who like was always ready to have fun and uh-huh. have a conversation. And I think there was um, when I was a, a little kid, my mom and dad and my sister always bring up the fact that I would get in trouble for starting conversations with strangers, uh-huh. like just standing around. And if I saw a human being, it'd be like. Let's talk to that person. Oh my God, grownups must have loved you. But so my mom was as and you're my like, parents, what kind of child do you like to abduct? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Real but they were like, started. well, don't talk to strangers. So I guess what I started doing, and they started hearing, was I would start a conversation by introducing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd introduce myself. They would introduce Take themselves. Take that, mom and dad. We're now skirted it. We're now you know yeah. acquaintances. <laughs> Until we get in a real conversation, and then we're friends. I love it. That's very logical. Yeah. So that was me being mischievous, I guess. How cute is that, though? So you, but, but, and but you obviously had a real genuine curiosity I did, about yeah. people. And about people, I thought it was just really neat. I thought just different people because I, I'm like, would you do it with kids too? I would do it with kids. Just anyone. Yeah, I think it's just because I grew up knowing there wasn't that many kids in my neighborhood or in general in Michigan, other than like our immediate family, like cousins and stuff that were, that looked like us. Mm-hmm. So everybody looked different. So it was just kind of like, what's their story? Uh-huh, sure. What are these different looking people's yeah. story? What is your uh, origin story? Uh, what's my origin? Where where do I where come do you, from? Where do your people uh, come lava. from? I'm a lava man. <laughs> Australian nights, lava man during the day. Um, from uh, the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my mm-hmm. folks are Filipino. They... Immigrated here, and then I was born here in the States. Was your sister born in the Philippines, or was she born here? She was born here also, yeah. Mm-hmm. So both American-born, so Filipino-American. And so sometimes, yeah, sometimes, uh, obviously, people who immigrate in move into a community of either people who they already know, or yes. they know to be a community of Filipinos, right. or, you know, Laotians, or what have you. Yeah. Um, but this was not the case for your parents, um, or was it? It was-ish. My, my parents actually met in the states like they moved my dad moved out with his brothers um to start working in michigan in like um at like gm or something uh and um my mom was a nurse and then she had all of her filipino nursing friends and then somebody was friends with somebody and they met at a party and then you know so they're from two different parts of the Philippines. Um, and Oh, was the Philippines not a city? Yeah, no, the city of the Philippines <laughs> in the country of Manila. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I knew I was right. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. knew I was right. Manila, and it's only one city. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's not like a bunch of different tiny islands. No, it's no, just no, no, one, no, no. One big city mm-hmm. um, in China. I guess I thought it was on a boat. No, I thought it was you one know what? Big I'm boat. wrong. You're right. Okay, it is. Um, every island is just a big <laughs> boat. Uh, that's just that's kind of very anchored. not moving. Too yeah, much. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an anchored boat. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, that's what an island is. Got it. That's what that's what we both get for not reading, or for me not reading. <laughs> and you, that's probably in one of your journals or findings. In my in some of my varied findings. Yes. Um, but yeah. So then I was just kind of the yappy younger brother. Mm-hmm. 
that did your sister was your sister annoyed by you or did you guys I get think along she was you? okay yeah. with me well because i was always like i kind of took it out after my dad my dad was really goofy and joked around a bunch that my mom would like roll her eyes at my dad smirking mm-hmm. and i also tried to do that same thing because i thought it was funny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so then my mom and my sister would roll her their eyes at my my dad and I a lot mm-hmm. for saying stupid corny dad jokes, mm-hmm. and I still get shit for people being like, "You kind of try to sell dad jokes hard," <laughs> and I'm like, oh, "Well, I guess that's just kind of like how I've always been." Yeah, um, I appreciate. I mean, I I realize that the hardest I'm laughing frequently includes me saying through the laughter that is so stupid yeah i clearly want things to be stupid i want them to be stupid because that's clearly what makes me laugh the most But why why is that i think it's just because it's easy and ultimately you're getting the end result that you want which is just to laugh hard but i think i want it from very smart people you want dumb jokes from smart people i think i want dumb jokes from smart people yeah. Oh my God. Dumb jokes from smart We've people. really cracked something here. I well, think that's what I want because I don't want to watch something that I think I want to. Like oh, I want to believe someone's capable of something more sophisticated, right. and they choose not to. Yeah. And somehow I appreciate that. Well, because maybe smart, funny people, if they still find this dumb thing funny, it is genuinely funny to them. Okay. So it's like the genuine. Yeah. It yes. it reassures me. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow, You're like, oh, we I'm both think. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> Really, yeah. all it's completely yeah. and totally selfish, right? That makes sense. I mean, because really that'll happen sense. sometimes when I'm watching like a a video of people, you know, like I don't watch, I didn't watch like Instagram stories or or vines or anything. But whenever somebody does like one of those compilations and mm-hmm. then they're on like YouTube or Facebook or something, I'll there'll be a couple of moments in one where I'm like, God, that is funny. Like when someone like hurts themselves? When or? somebody like is like there's that one kid who is with his mom mm-hmm. and he'll just scream mm-hmm. while her, his mom oh, is doing something and uh-huh. she'll just freak out because uh-huh. she's scared. Yeah. And then she'll hit him and call him an asshole. Uh-huh. And it's just like that dynamic that I'm just like, that's funny to uh-huh. me. Yeah. Just randomly uh-huh. <laughs> scaring your mom is kind of <laughs> funny. I agree. Yeah. Um. And so people, and so was that something that you brought into school too? Were you also like the class clown? I was not a class. I don't think I was. I love a class that the, the clown. class clown yeah. implies you uh, you like audition and or run yeah, yeah. for election, no, no. There was, and then no one else gets to be funny. There were there was a couple of kinds that opened for me in like seventh <laughs> or eighth grade, but then you know I was the just class headlining. Opener. <laughs> yeah, I was headlining by by eighth grade. I was headlining when I got into high school. It was like. Uh, I had to do a couple of rooms. Yeah. I had to do like you that's know. when it starts feeling like work. Am I yeah. right? Oh, algebra. Boy. You try to you know you try to get them uh-huh. in on algebra. It's hard. You're new. People are like you sure, know. Sure. And there's a different dynamic there. Sure. There's people that don't know, haven't heard your old stuff, so yeah. they don't know where you travel to. Where do you start? What do yeah. you give them? What do you give them? If we had Twitter, then uh-huh. people would get right on board with me. <laughs> I didn't have to like ease them in. Uh, you know, my openers went to different high schools. Yeah. Um, but you know, Australian nights still happen. <laughs> we, did, I wasn't a class clown. I was at parent-teacher conferences. My parents would um, always come back because I would get like B's and some C's and some A's, and they the 
parents, the teachers would always give my parents, uh, they would say, um, we love him. He's very, he's great, but he has to do more work. He um, is just, all he'll do is just be social. And then they were like, okay, so he needs to, yeah. And because during study hall and stuff, he'll, I'll, I'll go up and talk to the teacher. <laughs> For a while like i'll just like go up and be like hey so what's up with you <laughs> it's literally so oh, dumb that's great yeah it's great well was so there was a consistency kid. between the the smattering of a's b's and c's was there a sort of consistent subjects that you would do well at or was yours kind of because for me sometimes it would be like suddenly i was great at math for a minute yes. because i love my math teacher yeah and that's all i needed mm-hmm. and then i was terrible at english because i hated the english teacher that would like, happen a lot of the time i was never terrible at english uh, i was always terrible at english but, but you know yeah, that's it, that for me. That and I think that's a social thing too, yeah. right? Is like you really I, respond to who, whatever's setting the tone in the room. Yeah, I. Thinking back, I should have been better at English and that kind of stuff, but I, I didn't. I, I am dyslexic, so I was trying to. That's a big deal. Get away from reading. Yeah, as that's often a as really I can. big deal. And um, and I don't know. I guess there's varying degrees. I never Did got... Did you know that you were... You didn't... You're about to say that. that yeah. I... Um, my parents just thought I didn't work hard enough. Yeah. And teachers would tell them that, you know, we I should get... You know, I should take the tests or whatever. And they're like, no, he's just... At home, he just doesn't read and stuff. So he just has to do it more. Right, right. And... That's so common, right? Yeah. It's just this... Yeah. Especially if it's a, a quote-unquote good kid. Yes. Then it really is like, well... There's just yeah. They're not applying. That you know, it's not serious enough somehow. Oh man, to so, really crack down and like figure out what's going on here. Yeah, you know. But like everything, and we, you know, and it was just kind of like I'd really have to focus in order for it to. And there was a point where when someone would do that whole thing where they were covering up the rest of the page, mm-hmm. it was easier for me to read. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, oh, okay, I see. And then they're like, you know, that might be because. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe. But let's do it. Let, let me keep doing things like this. Right, so, right. And it was like easier for me to read. And I guess that's why I got into it. It was easier for me to read plays mm-hmm. uh, because so it was, sense. yeah, broken down into like, God, you know. So, don't that's so interesting. Um, but and then I was able to like, it was starting in like sixth grade and stuff. Um, you know how in grade school they have, they'll be like, okay, everybody's reading a paragraph in the book. And then you'd go like row to yeah, row, yeah. up and down the rows. Um, I, the first time that we started doing that, it, w- it took me, I was like sweating. I was sure. scared. I was like messing it up. I, and I was just like, oh, I guess I'm just not that good of a reader. Yeah. Um, so I started overcompensating by when it was that kind of thing. I'd count the paragraphs and count how many people are before me. Yeah. And I would memorize three paragraphs the one before mine just in case somebody just didn't want to do it or and i didn't want to be the kid who went like can you skip me so i'm like okay well somebody might want to be skipped dennis might want to get skipped today because he's got a cough (laughs) okay so i gotta memorize dennis's i gotta memorize mine i gotta memorize the next one just in case they go somebody comes in from the bathroom and (laughs) switches seats so it was like covering so then i would memorize fast I'd be like, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And I'd memorize it just as words so then I could kind of skim also it. Also helpful for our theater. Yeah. But, um, that. yeah. So then now the only thing I don't go in for. Cold read. 
is uh, no cold read. I'm fine because yes. I'll, I can memorize fast. Great is a teleprompter. Oh, like even if sure. you gave me a copy and then just left it on like a cue card. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But the fact that it's moving at a yeah. pace that I can't control. Yeah. Even though they're like, oh, we're basing it off of you. I'm like, I know, but I can't. You can't move that. <laughs> There's no. Yeah. By you moving it. Yeah. I can't. I I'll skip to the next thing. Yeah. So that makes sense because I feel like I have uh, many things I don't do well, but I have a very high aptitude for things like teleprompters and things like that. And they usually go like, can you actually slow down? Because we don't, you don't need to talk that fast. Oh man. Cause I'll, it'll be like, uh, we outpace each other where I'll <laughs> just start talking fast. And then if it starts moving faster, I'll talk even faster. <laughs> yeah. But if I get in my head for a second about it, the whole thing sort of falls apart and it's just like i will go into like an existential crisis of like (laughs) what are words like so quickly my fast brain will just dismantle the english language and i'll be like why does why do i know what this means why do i know what to say why is this happening how is this happening this is really scary and then it's am i looking at the screen or am am i I looking looking at the camera like Yeah. Yeah. Am I am I saying the words first and they're <laughs> typing what I'm saying? Oh my god. Do, am I thinking this up on am my I own? In the future? <laughs> you get it. Yes. You get it. So that was yeah. Yeah. And um, so when you would like and again, I'm just kind of comparing this as if you and I are the only two people who have ever been adolescents, but Yeah, no, I it's spent true. so much time alone because I'm an only child and so much of my time alone was spent reading and writing and those kinds Got of it. things. Um and so I'm wondering, did you spend time by yourself and if so were you watching tv i was drawing are you drawing yeah yeah, there you go what were you drawing um comic book characters because again i could read comics yeah uh because they were bubbled out for me sure and also i just liked art a lot so whereas i feel i have a i had such a hard time looking at comic books because it was like a it was like a learned skill that didn't make sense to me that there were so many things to look at so and many the panels pan- oh, kind of yeah, changed yeah. the order, you know, and all of that. Oh man, yeah. So, I what was, were your, your what, did you invent comic book characters of your own, um, or were you drawing things you loved reading? Yeah, I just drew like I drew a lot of like Spider Man and Batman, like classics. And is, Ninja one, Turtles is there at one the that's the most fun to draw? Like all that uh, gridding on a, on Spider Man is that oh, challenging? Yeah. The sort of perspective of like where the you know I just I usually drew. <laughs> I bet if I had my old sketchbooks, I I think it was like, oh, I'd get into it. And then once I get like how it was going to be, I was like, I get it. <laughs> and I wouldn't finish it. I was like, okay. I mean, it's not for anything. So I get it. This was fun. Cool. Uh, next, you know, and I'd be, like, be like, ooh, Wolverine. Oh, this is fun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Good enough. So if I were to draw the sideburns, yeah. they'd hit about, yeah. say, here. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I if I was going to gonna do, do all the coloring, but uh-huh. I'm not going to waste my time on that. I get it. I get it. I can't sell this. Waste it's for me. <laughs> Every drawing starts yeah. out as a labor of love and ends as like, I don't know why I'm bothering with this. Oh, yeah. The only times I fit and I fully finished, like, there was a time where our family did like a full road trip from like Michigan to California for like a wedding when I was like. 13 or 12 and I was in the back of the van and you know like you don't I think I had like a handheld video game thing but it ran out of batteries hella quick so I was like well <laughs> but I also had my sketchbook and then I was like I knew I had so much time yeah. so I would just everything was colored completely and I was like oh this is great yeah do you um, think you still have that one um I think my folks do I think I might have some 
things somewhere. It's funny because when I think about like my experience with sketchbooks in general would be limited to just a couple of friends I had growing up who had who were artists and who loved sketching. Yeah. And um, but now I see so many stranger sketchbooks because that's kind of a thing that they do at Comic Cons, right? Is they draw maybe the character that you play or even if they haven't drawn your character they want you to sign their sketchbook right um and so and i i never know if they kind of are hoping that you're gonna like flip through a little bit or if they really sure. don't want you to yeah what that's there's a whole kind of thing going on there that yeah. i'm curious about do they i flip through them okay as soon as it's put in front of me i'm like i'm gonna go ahead and look through here because you put this in front of me and i'm curious and what do I they usually say visual arts they're like real cute and shy but they're like mm, okay yeah and i flip through it and now that you're saying that about unfinished drawings when i think about it i feel like most sketchbooks are a lot of unfinished drawings yeah so maybe that's very common maybe that's I kind think of it's a- also one of those things where you you notice a mistake later on and you're like man i'm in too deep <laughs> Well, this one's done. <laughs> that happens a lot. But I really got into, by the time I was in high school, I guess the worst thing I was is I was uh, big into graffiti. So I did that a little bit. There could be a lot worse things you're about to say. I yeah. don't know what I was waiting for. Yeah. I've also killed three people. Um, but graffiti, Eugene, that's yeah. so disappointing. But, the, yeah. but I introduced myself to these people first. Well, that's So that we were friendly. like, we knew each other. Hi, I'll be your killer. Yeah, hi. Fantastic. Eugene, hi. Uh, so you were tagging. I was tagging. Not, not art, you were tagging. Um, no, I was I was trying to do as much art as I could. Okay. But I was well, also really afraid of the cops. First, well, that's a tough thing to go yeah. along with that. So it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, I want to do this art piece, but if they're close, Uh I got to get out of (laughs) here. And leave yet another one unfinished. (laughs) I was like, "Mm, they'll get it. (laughs) Even with my, I'm sure there is a lot. What did your tag look like? I'm very excited. This is the first, I think this is the first graffiti uh, person who I've had. Oh, really? Is is that the term? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Graffiti person. I don't want to be un-PC. It's a, no, it's... Oh man, the graffiti world needs you to be PC because everything that you know people write as you know cans too uh-huh. is very PC. Um, um, I uh, my tag was um, Vice V I C E because my okay. initials are I'm Eugene Cordero the fourth, mm-hmm. so it's backwards. Um, and it was really easy to write because it was just like all straight lines almost. Yeah. I and mean, it, Vice, like, listen, yeah. that became a really, that's it became a very a thing. cool, yeah. that's a cool, that people associate that word with coolness. Yeah. I mean, that magazine and that whole thing is, the way that's written, I'm like, huh. Someone stole my it's, tag. Uh, it, it, yeah. You're just saying it's similar. Suspiciously it's similar. Not. Okay. It's, it's right. not suspiciously <laughs> similar. It's one of those things where I'm like, huh. okay, if this is the popular version, I guess, uh, uh-huh. all right. I mean, I like mine. I wish I could have. So that, but yeah. uh, and what were there uh, things that you consistently found yourself wanting? Like, is there an easy thing to do that's quick that also? Do you know what I mean? Like, like for example, someone might be like, "Listen, it's real easy to draw Bart Simpson's head." So I just kind of made that my thing because I could just be like, "Okay, these three steps, and I'm out of there." And yeah, I'm get caught. Yeah, my my I mainly did like weird because the way that my tag looked was. Almost looked like um, a um, plant. Mm-hmm. It like mm-hmm. it all started from the same place, and then it kind of uh, came out. It he's like fanned out. Guys, just so you know, he's drawing it <laughs> yeah. with his finger. Yeah, I'm doing. But also, it. maybe drawing it with your finger on a spray can. Yeah, yeah that's what's happening. So okay, I was doing it over because I would just 
I would go to the darkest corner of a um, wall. Okay. And just do it in the tiny corner as though it was like a plant. Well, that's, so I'd put it down, pretty down by the ground. Yeah. yeah. Did, now, was that because you were afraid of getting caught? No, was I think it, it just looked kind of cool that it was there. Yeah. And sometimes I was trying to find it just where it was like design. behind a plant uh-huh. <laughs> so that it would kind of be like, you yeah. know, this weird thing. But I also, I didn't like really run around with like a crew. It was just. That was like, my next question. Because like there was like a crew that were like, I didn't know that I found awesome and stuff in Detroit. There was a lot. But it wasn't it was associated like, with like gangs or yeah. anything. I mean, there there was a lot of that. Yeah. And I just didn't, I wasn't associated with a gang mm-hmm. or anything. And, uh, you know, I was still like a private school kid. So like the last thing I wanted to do was get caught. Yeah. All that stuff. Was your, was your school co-ed private school? Nope. All boys. Catholic? Catholic school. Okay. Um, and by my junior year, I was, I either wanted to be an actor or a priest. So I probably shouldn't have. Very similar. It, yeah. Mm. Very similar. Sundays <laughs> was my matinee. If I was, <laughs> if I was a priest, it was like Sunday matinee. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, and then night Reduced shows. Reduced price. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seven, seven days a week. Just not as good of a sermon because it's yeah. a matinee. Yeah. People it's a matinee. Really People are up early. Yeah. <laughs> People are late. Um, all the time. Ready to get to brunch. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like, you know, not the best audience. Sure, sure. It's a good one. Um, but, you know, rock and roll mass mm-hmm. at noon, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's crushing it. Um, but yeah. Uh, so you, and uh, so you really, you, and being a priest for you at that time, uh, was it very associated? I mean, this sounds like a stupid question, no. but was it more kind of community based in terms of like, well, this is what I'm around and this seems yeah. really cool. Or did you feel you had the relationship with God that I was didn't, like, I'm going, no, you know, it was very social. Yeah. It was okay. like the people that I was surrounded by. It was like how, how religious my parents were. Well, my mom was, is, mm-hmm. was, and, um, and you know, I, I grew up pretty mama's boyish. So like the fact that she would have kind of loved that, but kind of wouldn't mm-hmm. was one of those things. Cause that does seem like the perfect thing for her to want to know you could, you're pure enough that you yeah. could have been, yeah. but you didn't, but I didn't because she'd want like grandkids. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's um, the best of both worlds. You were trying to give her everything. Yeah. So, but my, the, and I was like leading like these retreats and stuff for the high school. And it was fun to kind of be in that, position but then that ultimately is the same and i like sat down with one of the priests and we had like this conversation i was like i you know i was thinking of doing this and he immediately was like that's not what you want to do he was like you want to perform on sundays (laughs) basically he was just like you just you know but you do all the shows and you miss all of this stuff to go to rehearsal like you obviously want to do that instead do you think that you would have Bailed. Like, do you think that he was seminal in oh, making that decision? Yeah, like, yeah. if you would have talked to him and he had said, I think this is right for you. Do you feel like it's inevitable that you would have fallen out of it no matter what? I think, or, it, yeah. I think to an extent it would have. And I think that's why he knew that. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you, you know, watch all of the um, um, Netflix documentaries and stuff. and Yeah, do you, have, when you watch something like The Keepers, do yeah, you Yeah, The Keepers, I'm like, feel... I'm like, shit, that's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean... Did that happen? Was there anything like that at your... Not that I... That you but, know you know, I was, you know... I, yeah, it was a, the all-boys school could have, but I was just like... 
not in that world. Yeah. I mean, I oh, was. Yeah, you don't. It sounds. I'm. Yeah. You don't seem like the kind. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I actually really don't know. That's not fair for me to speculate in that way. Like I, I seem have like any the kind that would have would have known that was. You would have been like, listen. I'm going to tell a bunch of people about this because I'm very talkative <laughs> and I'm very comfortable with who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It feels yeah. like the person you have described to me doesn't seem like the person who would be victimized in that way just because you're not yeah. withdrawn or not just, and, but again, that's what I'm saying. I'm not a social worker and I'm certainly not in that, in a profession where I have any right to make those assumptions. Yeah, but I wouldn't know. Yeah. But it didn't feel, I mean, from where I was, the way that I experienced high school. I also, my first two classes... Um, my junior and senior year of high school were at the all-girls school that was like just over this bridge mm-hmm. uh, because that's where the, ac- the acting classes were oh. at the girls' school, mm-hmm. which is why I got into it. In the first- thank well, you. That was, thank you for answering my question. Two things. I got into acting because um, when I was in eighth grade and my sister was a freshman at, at the all-girls high school, um, she auditioned for the play and didn't get it. And that was the only thing that I've ever seen her not get. Hmm, interesting. So the next year I was like, I got to get into this fucking play. <laughs> Whatever it is, I got to get into it. Um, and then by her, so my freshman year, her sophomore year of high school, she didn't even audition. She probably would have gotten in mm-hmm. because it was West Side Story and we were the only like, <laughs> Hispanic looking people that were auditioning for it. We would have been both sharks. I, I was going to say, it would be amazing if you're like, and I was Daddy O'Riff. Like, yeah, oh, wait, that's yeah, the yeah. whitest character. No, Officer Krupski is the yeah, whitest yeah, character, yeah, but still. The whitest, oldest character. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, she, so she did an audition because she was like varsity, whatever sport it mm-hmm. was. But I did, and I got in, and I was like, oh, this is the first thing that is mine. Sure. And it made sense. And my sister was also like very excited for me and thought that it made oh, nice. sense. and. You know, um, and it's very social. So I, you know, I got into God, it. God, you know, it's amazing that you were. <laughs> I mean, it's not even like it was like, <clears throat> what's an example? Uh, anything I'm going to name is going to be. It's not like it was Our Town or like something. I mean, it was a play that was the most about like passion and love and a woman and a man and like, yeah. you know what I mean? The warring between your heart and your head. And yeah. it's like to be going to a Catholic school and thinking about being a priest. What a, what better play for it yeah. to just be the most like weirdly, oh. intensely sexual hetero high school oh my play you'd be doing? It was insane. Oh, and great. also what a perfect for it to be my first show because I was the only Hispanic looking yeah. guy. Ever. And I who mean, were you? Did you just a just shark? A yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a freshman, so I was like barely, right. you know, doing the choreography. Right. right. Um, but so into it. Oh, so into all of it. Great. Hell week, all of that, you know? Yeah. Like, so, um, yeah, but then, you and did know, you have crushes? Like, the, did that put you in a position to have crushes on girls? Yeah. And that probably yeah. informed not wanting to be a priest a little bit also. It See, did. that seems like the kind of profession where, I guess it's counterintuitive the whole point, but I mean, the best time to decide to be a priest or a nun has got to be when you're in your 40s or 50s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's when you've lived your life and you really know if you want to be a priest or a nun. Not yeah. when you're 15, 20, no. possibly even 25. And you, not even really know, know like, that was the thing where, you know, watching the keepers and stuff too, I'm like, oh, these guys had no social, like, they were, you know, they were just already in that very strict life growing up then becoming priests right away so they don't know what a relationship was right. to anybody yeah 
the distortion Ugh. of that yeah. is that yeah is it's, it's so all great. fucked up and that scary sh- that that documentary really was like yeah it the i mean i don't i'm trying to remember maybe you'll remember better than i but if the, they really went into this i feel like they didn't but the sort of like when you pull all the way back from that whole thing mm-hmm. it's terrifying because it feels like are there that many that that group of people found each other so locally Yeah, and all happen to have this awful interest in harming people, sadomasochistically, sadistically, et cetera, that they were like buddying up and doing. That is, that's so terrifying to me because it doesn't seem like it would just be happenstance, which then makes you think like, oh, I guess there's just a bunch of people running around who are all waiting to join up. Yeah, to get also, lucky enough to join up with someone else who wants to harm someone. And then also, that was the thing where I'm like, when, like, growing up at, like, an all-boys Catholic school and stuff, even if I never saw that, if I, if I still went to church and was still, like, a practicing Catholic, I don't know if I would be able to walk up to the priest and be like, hey, man, you do any fucked up shit? <laughs> You know, like, when do you get into that conversation with a priest? Right, right, right. When you're a cop. Right, Like, when, right. when do cops and priests get together and go like, yeah. hey, you want to do something fucked I, up with me? <laughs> like, both of us How, fuck what's up. What's the secret handshake? Yeah. Like, like yeah. do they uh-huh. already know each other? Did they know each other before they were had these jobs? I mean, these or did are they meet very as good adults? questions. And then they're just fucked up people that just, like, have, like, that secret handshake yeah. or just a way of doing things? yeah. Or caught each other at a park or something <laughs> like what? Yeah. And then just went like, "Hey, don't tell anything." But don't tell anybody yeah. <laughs> that I'm here in the park behind this bush, uh-huh. um, reading this graffiti, uh-huh. and also watching these children. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I, if you're not gonna, yeah, you know, judge me, you want to get in yeah. on this little fucking <laughs> circle that I'm. It's yeah. so crazy. It's so, sad. I'm, it's so scary. Oh. Did your mom ever find out that you did graffiti? No. No. Well, we got a surprise for you. Could you come in here, please? <laughs> She'll come in and just be like, why is this? Our whole house is always covered in markers. <laughs> like, whoops. <laughs> just a, such a sweet, it feels like a slightly apologetic graffiti. Like, Listen, yeah. I don't. I'm not here to tell you that your wall sucks. No, and I'm not here to create a huge cleanup job for you and your family. I got scared. Well, I did it on like you know businesses, yeah. and stuff where there was already graffiti on the wall. But then I got scared later. I never did it when I moved to New York. I never did it because there were cops walking the streets all over the place. Also, uh, I I used to get my freshman year of college. I lived on like the Upper East Side, and the college was on the Upper East Side, but it was like twenty blocks away so you'd walked that 20 blocks and i used to get um like the cops would ask me for my id um pretty regularly just because i was just like you know had a hoodie on and a backpack and so immediately i was like i'm not carrying any you know yeah uh, it worked with me or anything oh my god the yeah. cops are so smug right now yeah. racial profiling works yeah I really kept also, that kid from graffitiing also there was at the time uh the the sketch drawing of the east side rapist looked surprisingly <laughs> similar to me so it was just one of those things where i'm like man i uh, i'm gonna hold on to every receipt i have 
How my creepy. class. Yeah. That's bananas. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, I can't wear a hoodie. Oh my god. He's wearing a hoodie in the picture, and I'm like, whoever drew it drew our cheekbone similar. So he yeah. didn't. <laughs> he didn't bail on the drawing like I do. <laughs> Did they like, catch him? Uh, I don't know. I you're like so. you're like did they know <laughs> have they caught me no i mean i'm still <laughs> i moved to la but um also i think anybody who wants to commit crimes anymore for sure should not wear a hoodie because when has oh, yeah. a criminal not been shown wearing a hoodie yeah, yeah. every every sketch artist has to draw someone in a hoodie shirt and tie yeah no, shirt and tie look Absolutely. classy look like a classic cowboy hat thing. just cowboy, cowboy hat, hat all the way all the way in a beak uh-huh. cowboy hat in a beak <laughs> Um, oh, but I stopped doing graffiti also towards the end of high school because there was a lot of gang graffiti and a lot of the, and I also realized that where I was, where I liked to tag, which was like the corner of, if there was already graffiti up, it looks as though I'm taking credit for that piece that was up. Oh, I guess that's true. That's where you put your signature. And I'm like, whoops, you know. Oh, sure. Uh, which I never thought of. Yeah. I, which I'd uh-huh. never thought of until I was like older and went like, cause I would just go by myself. I would be like driving around and be like, Oh look, there's a bunch of pieces on this wall. There's a corner there. Oh cool. And then I notice I'm like, Oh, <laughs> why would I like, there'd be the person that signs in their crew, but they, you know, sometimes it'd be higher up or yeah. whatever. So I'm like, Oh, am I, does it seem like I'm trying to be part of that crew or whatever? Yeah. That's so a very legitimate. Like, I'm glad. I'm frankly, I think I'm maybe glad that you realized that. Yeah. Well, because Silly. I think we, you know, when the sort of like old man withers perspective of graffiti art is that there is, which I don't have because I did have friends who were more like in the skater community uh-huh. who absolutely were not really doing anything more nefarious. It was, in fact, the worst thing they were doing was yeah. spray painting. And then the rest of the time they were like listening to misfits and skateboarding. Right. Um, but and then people like friends of mine later on who were like huge sort of Banksy fans pre Banksy being super famous when it was only something that graffiti aficionados yeah. knew about. Um, like in the DJ world, there was like crossover, mm-hmm. right? And there still is. Yeah. Um, but this idea of like that it comes from some sort of miscreant like disassociation with society like anger place every time that there's this sort of like fuck you buildings fuck you city fuck you authority who doesn't want me to do this yeah that there's that it's that that the relationship is that one-to-one versus just being like no i i just kind of liked yeah i just like the idea of spray paint art yeah uh i still love it and um you know just like the way that it looks i like the way that the artwork was very urban and like you know co- like filled with color you do you know? go when you go to when you travel to places do you seek out yeah like oh this tunnel's supposed to be totally awesome and- yeah i mean in new york you know there was the whole five points thing that was in queens for a long time i think it's still there now but you know that they would have these artists come by and like specially do it and you know and anytime i was in various parts of new york i just i would see something on the train and then just get off the train and just be like, I just want to check this That's out great. for a while. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and I've never been to um, Amsterdam. There's so much awesome graffiti out there. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't even know if I knew that. I mean, I haven't spent any time in Amsterdam yeah. either. And I just remember Colton Dunn 
when he went there for like Boom Chicago or whatever, was like, dude, you got to move here, do this show and blah, 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 because the graffiti out here you would love. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, okay. Um, the idea yeah. that he would move there just for just the graffiti, for the graffiti is quite yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Um, uh, I do, I mean, listen, the image of someone who does go on to become a priest and continues to tag is a kind of an amazing image. Oh, yeah. That would like, be amazing. the tagging priest. Tagging priest. That's pri- like a comic who, like, book priests hero. priests are like a bunch of people's homes. Just a couple, yeah. cr- like a little cross a here little and cross. there. And Easily you'll know who he uh-huh. is. But. <laughs> really think it through yeah. it's very easy to trace yeah who did these things um his tag is father steve uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> With a little halo yeah Wing. that would be uh, pretty cool. um okay so you're th- so when you're in high school you either want to be an actor or a priest where does and you're but you're doing these classes at the school and there are girls there uh, does that and and we were joking before we started the podcast that maybe like a girl would like do a mash game to start up a conversation. Yeah, was were, did you did you date? I mean, did you? Yeah, okay, I'm, I so was, even so you were like it wasn't even like well I've never kissed a girl but no. I and I don't ever need to. My if I high a school girlfriend when I told her I was possibly going to be a priest was very upset. It would you would take it so personally? Ha- oh man, you would take it so personally. Yeah. You'd yeah. be like, this is, I've done this to you. Yeah. And then I, and my response, I think, was just like, I'm, I might be a priest and you're being selfish because yeah. I'm giving myself, and I was sure. just like, oh, that's too much. Sure. I mean, I was a very dramatic little boy. <laughs> I was also like four and nine until like Aww. my junior year of high school. Did you have like a crazy growth spurt where you? Nope. Just got to, what, five, seven? <laughs> where am I at? I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe, yeah. Um, we were but, in the right city because I towered over people when I was in grade school and middle school and then like not for a long out. time. And then I, now I still feel like I, You're, I'm, yeah. I'm frequently the tallest person the tallest. in the room. I don't know if I told this on the podcast before, but I, I will say that when I, if I did guys, I apologize, but I don't think I have, cause I feel like I've only told the story to a couple of people, but I was, uh, at the IFC, AMC, BBC, Upfronts, it's all the same kind of parent company. So oh. all the shows that are on all those networks, okay, um, were all there at once. And in the green room, I had seen—I uh, can't think of his name right now—but for those of you who enjoy Grandchester, he is the really cute redheaded priest on Grandchester PBS. If you like the, uh, Happy Valley on Netflix, he is the serial killer on Happy Valley. So you got a huh. priest in one place, and uh, is he a priest? Minister. Minister? He can get married. So I guess it's a minister. minister like yeah. that's more of a uh what you call it, Protestant? Yeah. Thumbs over. Th- yeah. <laughs> I, I did thumb over to the other neighborhood over there. Yeah. Um so he's does both. Anyway, he seems uh very tall on television. Mm-hmm. He's usually the tallest person in the scene. And I I'm five ten, so I'm not like I'm six one or anything, but right. if I'm wearing heels then I am six one ish and uh and he seemed smaller than me when i was there and i was like god and i think i was i was with fred armison and carrie uh i was with fred and carrie and i i was like uh i I said that like i didn't know carrie's last name but i really realized i probably didn't do say either (laughs) um but i was but i and i was and she was wondering who he was she was like who's that cutie and I said, oh, he's on the show Grandchester. And she's like, why are you so disappointed? And I said, for me, it's like another one bites the dust. Like he's another, not to say it imp- shouldn't be important. I'm just saying you have an idea of people's, yeah. wh- where you're going to fall with people. And I've never, even though I work in this business, I've never gotten better at figuring out how tall people are until yeah. I'm in the room with them. 
And I said, I just thought he was really tall and I am taller than him in these shoes. And, uh, and Carrie was like, Oh, is that, is that happen a lot? And I, what I had like a mini tirade where I was like, I'm always the tallest girl in the room. Are you kidding me? I said, most of the time I like it, but sometimes it just, it is a little bit like, and then I realized that Fred has like a tiny smile on his face and he he's sort of looking past me and I turn around and the woman who plays Brienne of Tarth was standing <laughs> right behind me and she is like 6'3 or 6'4 oh and she's big gosh. and wonderful and yeah. uh, I couldn't have looked more tiny and like all of a sudden I felt like it was a little cartoon with like oh a real high pitch but like I know it's a and then I thought, oh, did she hear me? Like, oh no! Oh my so it was god! Good, it was a good, humiliating. I should not complain ever about being the tallest woman. But you're still tall. But listen, I am still but, really uh, tall, and it is not in the in the comedy world. You are tall too. In the comedy world, tall. And it, honestly, none of that would matter if if. I don't think it would matter to me if it didn't, because most of the guys I've been in long-term relationship with, I've been taller than. Yeah. But, uh, so clearly I'm not like, I choose, I will only choose someone who's, who's yeah. But, uh, but so many parts, you know, they, Hollywood mostly wants men to seem the, like, you know, big commanding people. And so the smaller the girl you are, the more they can sort of push that forward. Yeah. And I don't like, you know, Thankfully, there are people like Charlize Theron who are out there also showing that that's not really possible. Yeah, because she's tall. She's very tall. She's taller than I am. Yeah. Um, but there's still that idea. So if I go right. into a chemistry test or something with someone and I just make them look flats. small, there's no way I'm going to get cast. You're rocking so in flats. So it's a business thing. I definitely show up in flats. Yeah. I slip my... I hobble myself even. I actually skin off as much as I can from the bottoms of my <laughs> feet to still be able to walk. Ouch, but ouch. yeah. I mean, no. listen, I love hey, the work. It's for the work. It's you know? all about the work. It's all about the work. Everybody constantly. Um, okay. What did, and what, what what kind of music did you listen to just out of curiosity? Was that something that was important to you? Yeah, I was a um again since my dad moved from the Philippines, he had this big thing where because he was now in Detroit and the United States and blah blah, blah he wanted to assimilate to the world that he was around. So I grew up listening to a lot of Motown because sure, of my dad, because yeah, yeah. he was just like, this is the music we listen to. This is where we are. Uh-huh. This is our life. I'm like, cool, let's do it. And we loved it. So then I grew up listening to a lot of like 90s R&B mm-hmm. and 90s hip hop. Like I was mainly a hip hop dude mm-hmm. um, until, you know, I was in the theater program in high school. I was into hip hop. But then, you know, obviously everybody was like into the most... Like, I mean, show tunes-ish, but then also kind of that 90s, like, cranberries Oh, yeah, like emo. Emo, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Cash I, and I, I, I was definitely... Oh, my God. And I was on board for all that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. too, for sure. Everybody was... So it's just kind of like, hey, if those are my people... These are all the deep feelings that we're yeah, having right we're now, expressed through, through a mournful... Yes. Scottish. <laughs> yes. Cranberries, she may be, is they Scottish or Irish? They gotta be one of those. They're two. one of, yeah, they had the, 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 the brogue while they're singing. Yeah. Yeah. I did a show at the UCB. I've, uh, I, this was a couple of years ago, but I did a show at the UCB and it was, I think it was a show 
that was show run by someone younger than me and thus all of the audience members were way younger than me, which isn't always true. I mean, if we do a show with like Paul F or Jimmy Pardo, that's going to bring in a real cross section. Yeah. But I made a Cranberries reference and I'm not saying it was hilarious, but it was enough that like a f- even just some snorts, like some yeah. sort of. Yeah. And it was so. A few it dollar was bills quiet, on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> You've, you've, yeah, that's like a big UCB thing. A, I'm, I'm just saying a couple of uncut diamonds yeah, get yeah, tossed yeah, on. Yeah, you don't have to be cut. Just, you know, flick them on just like... Just a little, what I'm used to. You yeah, know what I mean? Just yeah. what I'm used to. Uncut diamonds. <laughs> and, um, AKA rocks. It was like, but you know when you can... I'm sure I'm overthinking this, but I'm, now I'm reverse engineering it because I have the answer. But at the time, I now feel like it felt like... It was the absence of understanding rather yeah. than like, oh, that just didn't fly. It was just blankness right? to the point where I said like a few moments later, like, hey, uh, you guys know who the cranberries are, right? Like, raise your hand if you know who the cranberries are. I'm just, I'm, this is weighing on me. And like three people raised their hand. And I was like, okay, okay, all right. That's yeah, how old yeah. I am. That's officially how old I am. That's because crazy. in my mind, they are always relevant as a joke yes. or insincerity, but- you're going to know who they are, yeah. but no, that's not true at all. They're totally obscure now. Right. Scary. Scary. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Anyways, it's sad. <laughs> um, we're uh, getting it's cool older. It's cool because I only started this talking about what happens to your stuff when you die. So yeah, I know. We've, only, we've actually went up and then we came full circle. Yeah, because now what happens to us when we die is people forget the music we listen to. <laughs> And then forget us. That's forget cool. us. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Oh, uh, I got to get into this smash game. I'm going to try to lift us out of this crippling yes. position that we're in. Um, okay. First question is, uh, okay, three, let's do three types of art mm-hmm. that uh, you wish that you were just fantastic at almost like tomorrow you wake up and you have this incredible ability and it's, but in it, but it's within the arts. Got it. Like and it doesn't have to just be visual art. It could be uh, within, uh, uh, uh. it could be within, it could be beyond that or it could be limited to like, well, I wish I could, you know, yeah. Cubist. Um, <laughs> okay. Cubist. Um, um, what kind of art, like any of the, the arts? Yeah. Um, I weirdly wish I, w- I was a jazz pianist. Great. Um, I wish that I could um, do like um, abstract art. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you say that abstract visual art is the idea, like how abstract do you mean? Well, because like whenever I look... You know, like there's just a part of me that makes me think that some of the artists that do abstract art, I'm just like, you fucking with us? Yeah. You're just throwing shit up there. Yeah. But like the ones that aren't, yeah. if that's a thing, <laughs> um, like if they're actually finding something where they're like, this makes sense to me. Right, right, right. Yeah, I didn't know if you were including abstract art to be like... Because I have because I have that relationship to it too. Where whereas you know I can look at Mark Rothko like everyone can and go this makes sense to me. Like it makes sense yeah. to me. There's something special happening here. Yeah. Um. And then something else I might see does sort of fall into the category of my kid could paint that, which is yeah. just a trope in American but it, consumption yeah. of art. Like but you go if I go to the museum and, and I just see people standing in front of something for a while, I'm like, what are you looking at? We get it. 
You you have to have got it. Like right. let's keep right. moving. Move right. through. <laughs> like it's either you it is something or like uh-huh. you're looking for something more than that. Yeah. It's like if the artist is not even here to uh-huh. talk about it. <laughs> Like, you have no idea what this is. Who are you kidding? Who are you kidding? I love that you've put yourself into this category of like, no, but mine, you would see something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Would, like, you would bring a real sophistication yeah. and, a, and an honor to the business. Yeah, I, it would be one of those things where they're like, I don't know what this is. And then I'd be like, really? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, can't explain it and feel pretty smart about it or yeah. like artsy about it yeah. would be cool. That's great. Um, what's the third one? Um woodworking great that's gotta be uh that's uh, art it's a watching people do that kind of stuff yeah is insane anything like uh i and i'm you i'm i'm now when i say woodworking i'm i'm speaking not of like being able to turn uh a a piece of wood into a table which i very much wish i could do because i love like furniture that's thoughtful and beautiful and well made but also the whole sort of like carving something from wood or carving or chipping something out of marble. Yeah. The idea that you're looking at something solid and that within that you're able to shape something. Yeah. I, I, I just love that. It's in, yeah. That's insane. Even, yeah. Even like ice sculpture people. I'm yeah. like, Oh yeah. How'd you get to that? hundred percent. How'd you get that from 100%. that iceberg? Also yeah. that's going to melt. So yeah. wow, to, wow. To all of us. And you can just walk away from that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, Talk about like an improviser. Yeah. Talk about the, uh, appreciating something being ephemeral. Ice sculptures, s- sculptors are the most legit improvisers there are. The very most. Our hats are off to you. Our hats. You already took your hat off. I'm not wearing one, but mm-hmm. hats off. Okay. Next category is uh, give me three. Um, well, I got to do this one. I'm going to get this out of the way because it's a it's one I always include, which is three foods that in this world are not healthy for you for one reason or another, whether mm-hmm. it's fattening, you have an allergy to it, it will just be, you know, cholesterol, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or like the inaccessibility of it. Like I can't, you know, I can't, I, I can't get to this piece of whatever that I had this one time at this place and I always wish I could. Got it. Uh, so three, and in this reality, we're kind of taking them and we're making them into something healthy and you can have it in perpetuity with zero ramifications. Got it. What would those three things be? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, super specific or super general. Um, there's a, a um, it's called lechon. It's mm-hmm. like a Filipino. It's just like the roasted pork, oh, like nice. on the spit. Nice. It just, I don't have it often because a, it's, you know, it's also um, unnerving to my wife to see like just. <laughs> Ahead of a pig and be like, oh man, I want to get it. Uh-huh. Can we go to that restaurant where there's a just a pig on a table? Uh, so, uh, Lechon. okay, Lachon. Yeah. Uh huh, Lachon. Um, what's another one that if it wasn't unhealthy? I mean, I am a huge like. Um, I'm just a big burger guy. So yeah, like, just like yeah, yeah. They figured like a, that that that's a food that that's pretty well figured out yeah. in terms of like, and I and you get it like, yeah that's all there it's all in it's there it's all there yeah it's great yeah but I know it's a mess yeah <laughs> uh, um, and then what's the last thing that um uh is bad for me I don't know I mean I'm I'm I'm, I'm gathering that you don't have a sweet tooth I don't not yeah. really. A little bit, but it, like that. It's not the thing that you're like, that's on the list. Yeah. yeah. I was one of those kids where it was like, 
if you leave, you can either leave room for dessert or just if I don't, I can just eat more food. I'll just <laughs> eat more food. Like I'm like, I don't need that then. Right. Just give me more of the food. Right. And I'll eat that. Um, uh, I guess what is the one thing? What would I want all of the time? Um, I guess I would eat like fried rice for days. Oh, yeah. So, great, yeah. great, great. Great, 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 great. Yeah. Okay, perfect. All right. You mentioned your wife. That takes me to this very painful category, which great. is alternate universe sexy times with someone else or your alternate universe wife. It can be a character from something. It can be, you know, a celebrity from the 1920s. You know, there's, there's zero cap on like realism of, you know, age or whether they actually exist or not. Okay. Three. Um, I don't, I can't actually answer this question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, Do you want me to talk to her? Let's see. I mean, Um, uh, I mean, uh, just let me know the timestamp uh-huh. of this <laughs> so we can just kind of be like at wherever we're going to be if we're listening to this in the car by then. Um, okay. Um, uh, let's see. Um, three alternate can be characters. You said, mm-hmm, yeah. And it can be like the the just the the just for funness of like well i don't know that you know molly ringwald is that important to me now but when i was a teenager oh, right. blah, yeah. blah 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 like yeah. let's fulfill let's wish fulfill that for the 14 year old or oh, whatever yeah. you know what i mean so we're talking like kelly kapowski okay she was one of those um uh i guess they're all from that area era mm-hmm, cuz that mm-hmm. was um aliyah okay great Rest in peace, Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, and then who else? I mean, I guess in that era too. It was just like, um, why? Who else? Who else? Or then, or oh, um, this is one that my wife will hate, which is why I'll put it out here. Okay, is right. um, is Giada the uh? Chef, Giada. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, in passing once, when my wife and I started oh, dating, no. we were watching Food Network, and I was like, she's cute. Since that day, oh, no. anytime she sees her oh, name, no. she's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Rolling her eyes still. I think that's, what's funny about Which that I is, love. it makes sense to me because I bet if you said it now for the first time, whatever yeah but it's that crucial time <laughs> when you're memory building with someone oh man that like it'll it's just like a still a little yeah. old so she knows it's stupid but like she knows it's, she knows it's, it's tied it's a to bit, the vulnerability but, yeah. of when you're falling in love with someone man. and you don't want to think that they could ever think anyone else was cute god you don't want to be grounded in that reality <laughs> that's at true all. no you're right you're right you know what i mean so it just sticks you're in right there. so I that really is can, my really fault <laughs> <laughs> it's society's yeah fault. no 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 but i remember we it was literally a couple of times recently with where we saw uh-huh. like we were in Vegas uh-huh. and she was like opening a restaurant. She was like, now she's got a restaurant here. And I'm like, who cares? I guess we'll never go to it. And then there was, we were, we have a seven month year old baby. We were just on the couch, the three of us just relaxing. Uh-huh. And I was just ter- about to turn off the TV. Cause we're trying not to have, 
the TV on when, you know, he's up and wanting to play. Yeah. So I was turning, and right when I was turning off, a commercial with her came on and she goes, good riddance. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just like, good riddance. Come it's on. Ex. Come on. She's your ex-wife. I know. She's your so ex-wife. Funny. Oh God, so, I can, I, you know what? I really, I, like I said, I can really relate to that because I, I know, I know how unreasonable it is to have those reactions in the beginning of falling in love with someone and they're just there. And I, I can't guarantee that I wouldn't have held on to something oh. too. That just, it just dug in deep oh, yeah, and, and was that. like, I'm here, I'm here to stay. Yeah. You're always going to feel this way. I'm so curious if I just said it like, you know, um, the wrong, you know, it's just one of those <laughs> right. things where. She could have been mid conversation. I just looked up and went like, "She's cute," right, <laughs> or whatever. <right. laughs> like, I don't mid conversation where she's like, "I think I might be in love." <laughs> yeah. What? She? She? What? Man, what she did you just, just say? She just made like <laughs> fresh pasta. What, what was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay. Uh, okay. Next category will be three places uh, that you would have a vacation home, and that's if getting there was no uh, issue. And mm-hmm. it could be real life places, or you can uh, spread your wings if you want and turn it into like you know Middle Earth, or you know. Okay. Probably not there. <laughs> Again, those books. Those are books that are way too long. That, and the books were long enough that I was just like. These these movies are gonna be how right you were. Yeah, too some much. Some would say some some people would say some in the world would say uh, most people might <laughs> say it. Certainly, the let's make three movies out of one small book. Yeah. after the Lord of the Rings movies with the Hobbit, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I've never been able to get through even the first one, even the first half of the first Hobbit movie. Yeah, it was too much. Yeah. So not Middle Earth. So not Middle Earth. But definitely uh, where the elves live. Yes, 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 yes. The Shire. Uh-huh. Uh, um, uh, so um, Kauai, Hawaii is one of those places. Um, where is another place? Um, uh, where my mom grew up in the Philippines, which is um, Ilocos Norte. It's like the most north part of the island that she's from. Uh, would be awesome to have a vacation home. Nice. Um, and then the last one would be um, where would I? Where would I? There, I would want to. Um, I would want to have if if we're talking wherever. Yeah. I'd want a home where on a cloud. Great. You know where you can look down and sure. see what's going on. You like looking down I don't on wanna, people. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be dead. I don't. <laughs> I don't want it to be heaven, or like right. what people thought. But right. I want it to be what people thought was heaven. <laughs> then, where it's Understood. just like you just look down and you're Understood. like, oh yeah, I see those people. And, and you're wearing white because yeah. I guess you yeah, gotta blend yeah. in. No, no, I'm wearing white. Jesus uh-huh. and God are next uh-huh. to me, but I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my vacation home. Is. Uh, makes sense makes sense and i'm not saying that they're it's heaven either or i believe in them they're just the two people that are there the devil's there too great Great. yeah i love that all the religious iconography swirled itself up in your head (laughs) and is now just like well i mean they're my bros i'm not yeah i'm not dead i'm like i don't know if i believe uh, in what you're teaching uh i believe you're a human uh being (laughs) 
Okay. All right. Uh, next category is three uh, movies that you can jump into at will and just kind of be in that world. You're not reliving the plot, but you're just in that that world and you're hanging with those characters and having fun or whatever. Great. And you're nothing. No harm can come to you. It's not like you okay. get shot or something. Uh, unless I want to. be Unless shot. you want to be. Yeah. Listen, if that's the way you want to go. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, Pacific Rim. I want to be great. just uh, you know a Jaeger. Um, and in one of those, um, suits. Yeah. Um, so that world I would do in a heartbeat. Um, another world that I would live in. What if you just listed movies you've been in to try to to push Um, people towards Kong Skull Island? Um, you really could. Oh, God. Uh, I would love (laughs) to be, you know, the hotel manager at the Hawaii. (laughs) Um, um, Oh, wait. So, um, what other worlds would I, um, this is not a movie, but this is. I would love to be um, one of the um, Harlem Globetrotters in a Scooby Doo episode. Great. Not, not. I don't actually want a tour of the basketball, right, right. but I want to be one of like <laughs> me, Curly, and the other one that like just show up at Scooby Doo yeah. and go like, "Why are there all these ghosts around? How can we help for just a couple of episodes?" <laughs> and then play basketball the rest what of the a time. Weird moonlighting situation <laughs> yeah. they had. Why? Isn't why that, did they? Why did they How? do that? Why did they show up? And whose idea was that? Talk about smoking some weed Dude, as yeah. you're writing an episode and being yeah. like, I wonder what if we can get What happened to the Harlem Globetrotters? Could we get them? I mean, we're drawing them. <laughs> well, could we get the voice of a couple of them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 the easy part. My, my only wish is that following this, you would earnestly... Say that you you were. I, this is what I want for your third one. I might just assign it to you if you're like, well, I've always loved music. I told you I love Motown, so it'd be great to have like real talent. Like, I guess if I could be like one of the California raisins, I yes, you can put that. I would have loved to be one of the California raisins. Um, I remember so loving right now. that. I loved. Because of that, I loved Claymation, too. Oh, for sure. For sure. It was insane. For sure. You know what I was scared of, though? The fucking, the, um, uh, was it like Peter Gabriel? Oh, yeah. Video where yeah. the puppets. Yeah. They made puppets scary. Wait, was, he uses Claymation a lot. He's used Claymation yeah, he's a used lot. Yeah, Claymation like a lot. But, Hammer, Baytime, but there was the one of. where it's, where the, it was like an 80s thing. Yeah, where yeah. like. Reagan had like that, like Sting. Oh, do you know what I'm wait, talking about? That's Phil Collins, I think. Or Phil Collins. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. Like, world of Confusion. Yes. That can't be what it's called, can it? The world of confusion. Yeah, because the problem is that over in the like new wave world, there's like land of confusion. That's what the world is today. Oh right, hey, right. Hey. But that's something. That's that's maybe something else. I mean, I know it's something else. I don't know. Which I mean, one. that is a different song. I don't know song, which one. For sure, different song. Yeah. I'm not sure which one is, is, is world and which one is land. Possibly oh, neither. It. But yeah, I think that's. I think that's Phil Collins. Yeah, he's shown himself to have a good sense of humor. Both those guys, right out of Genesis, shows that they love children and children's things, animation. Yeah, and drumming. <laughs> and drumming. Yeah. Big time. Big time. Big, Big time. <laughs> God damn me. Nice. Well done. What an accident that was. Did that on okay, purpose. I'm so pleased that you're maybe a California raisin. That yeah. has made me very, very happy. Um, Ooh, I next hope I get category. That. <laughs> next category. 
Next category is uh, a sp- sports. So three sports that you wake up tomorrow and you are fucking awesome at. Uh, you downloaded it Matrix style. Okay. Um, three sports that I would be um, uh, surfing. Great. Um, um, high lie. Just because I know nothing about it, and I just wanted to be able to be like, "Oh yeah, I could do that." I just guess I'm in. mostly happy. I think I just spelled it right because often it's a crossword clue for the New York Times. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Is it H Y? Uh, no, no. It's J A I A L A I. I believe. Okay. Oh, yeah. I could be wrong, but I think that's right. Sure. Highlight. Highlight. We'll see. Um, I said H Y. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> way off. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um. And then um, last sport that um, I wish I was really great at, I guess it would be um, like gymnastics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wish I was a gymnast. Great. Okay. Uh, we're getting down to the final two. I don't want you to feel like this is taking forever. No, uh, no. I'm really having a good, a good time. Um, okay, so uh, next category after this would be three people from the world of uh, our like our history of the world, living or dead, who um, would be cool to sort of have a bat phone to, or just like be able to chat with whenever you want. And they, you're it. like they're like a mentor and a friend. They love to hear from you. They they love to hear from me. Oh yeah, it's not like it's a favor they're doing you. Do you yeah know what yeah. I mean? Oh, they're just like what's up dude yeah got it who would those people be um i think i'd love to get on the phone with Jimi hendrix great um i would love um um biggie like notorious big just because the fact that you said he wouldn't it would not sound like Uh he like he's annoyed that I'm calling. What do you want? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, I would not know what that would mean <laughs> from him. Like a positive, like yeah. excited to talk to uh-huh. Eugene Cordero would be funny to me. Um, and then third, um, just to check in. Sure. Um, I guess I'd, I'd want to be able to check in. Um, just cause I would because sometimes uh I don't well um God that's hard I, so I got Jimi Hendrix I got Notorious B.I.G mm-hmm. and then um uh I would love to check in with um um if if we spoke the same language. Um, I'd love to check in with like Genghis Khan or somebody. Great. Just so that I can be like, how insane of a, like, if he would give me practical <laughs> advice of what he did then, like now. Have sex with everyone. <laughs> kill him. What? And then kill him. All right, buddy. I gotta go. <laughs> You'd have so many fun stories to tell your oh, friends. Oh, man. Yeah. So many fun dinner stories. Dinner party stories, I guess. Yeah, my dude Genghis just told me to... Genghis wacky. (laughs) What a guy. My dude Genghis said, I shouldn't be friends with any (laughs) of you guys. And to watch where you sleep. I think he's a bad influence on you. Um, Okay, and then final category is... uh, Final category is three 
um, comic, you three comic book heroes, uh, one of which it will turn out you actually created. So these are as heretofore unknown comic book heroes um, with special powers of some kind. Got it. And names. Three. Three. This is really original, I'm pushing your improv skills right now. Original to the co- limit. comic book. Yeah. Characters. Like, oh, you didn't know I created Couchman? Oh, yeah. Um, there is um, um, uh, Beams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it's just. Beams sounds pretty chill. I yeah. Beams, you, I like beams is pretty chill because he can shoot lasers out of every orifice. So he doesn't <laughs> have to, like. So, like, yeah. Like, he wouldn't have to use the like the butt or the penis one Uh he could he could use the belly button one but like sometimes you need to like attack people from the side so he'd use the ear one and sometimes he wants to like say something smart and then open his mouth and then beams so beams great beams uh so beams is that dude Uh um um uh, the second guy is fresh take uh-huh. So he's able to uh, say something, but then if uh, it doesn't go over well, he can rewind time and say the correct thing. It's kind of like an instant, like um, uh, it's like Captain Do Over. Yeah, yeah, fresh take. Yeah, I fresh take. It. He's cooler than uh-huh. that. All these guys are pretty hip. <laughs> he goes the way it starts over. He goes, let me let me give you a fresh take, <laughs> and then he does. It's like able to edit. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> But in the moment. Great. Yeah. Great, great, great. And he can do it any time and as often as he <laughs> needs to, to, you know, then he's always right. So, great. Uh, so fresh take. And then, um, 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 uh, a kangaroo is the last okay. one, but, uh, powers have nothing to do with, uh, kangaroo, but, uh, he's able to um, make every night Australian night. <laughs> so every night he can transport everybody to Australia. <laughs> oh my God. Thank so that's you kangaroo. for bringing dignity to me. <laughs> totally mishearing you earlier. Oh God. But okay. that's what it is. So Australia, yeah. Kangaroo can bring anybody. He just touches them on the shoulder once it hits dusk. And they travel to Australia instantly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. Okay. Even though they're 13 hours (laughs) in a different time zone, it'll actually technically be Australia mornings. But it's fine. We don't have to pretend how this magic works. Yeah. Uh, Only that it does. Okay. Uh, So you know I got to do my little squiggle now that will uh, determine how I eat and eat. Oh, right, right, right. So So just tell me when to stop. Have you started? I have. I'm going to pause this, do some, I got to oh, put yeah, my findings some math. in my journal. <laughs> oh, this goes then, in the uh, journal? I'll pull my glasses out and oh, we'll really man. get into it. I'll do some charts. Uh, I, I want to reassure you, for the listener, it will seem as if no time has passed. Great. Yeah. Um, okay. So I feel great about this. I, 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 I'm going to start out strong and just say you have a mansion in Kauai. <laughs> so <gasps> well done. Oh, a my God. A beautiful mansion in Kauai. That's out, that's outrageous. That is I'm almost amazing. angry about that. Oh, I love it. I uh, love it. <laughs> I don't know if that is money that you were able to tuck away from so much life saving in Pacific Rim. 
but you have some really talented uh, skills. Oh my God. Are the skills talented? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you who has the talent. No, no, no. The, the skills, skills themselves are talented. You yourself have almost nothing going on. I don't on, know what I'm doing. Your skills are super talented. My talent is in my skills. You can head right. Now, listen, the Pacific Rim, not to be confused with the movie Pacific Rim that you can go into. So you can battle those uh, beautiful Guillermo del Toro, del Toro inventions nice. all day long if you want to. You, uh, in fact, I know you did, and I, I believe you had a really successful abstract art show about some of those adventures, and whether or not other people can tell. That you that's need what to ask me because I'll be there <laughs> to explain them as you're standing in front of my work. Um, you can enjoy unlimited burgers Ooh. in person with, I'm going to even bring him into the mix, not just a phone call. You want to have a burger with Jimi Hendrix? That's going to happen? Great. Oh, my God. Go for it. Oh. You want to play high lie with your alternate universe girlfriend, Kelly Kapowski? Great. <laughs> Done. This who could all happen? Who knows what high lie is? Yeah, who knows? It's going to turn into we'll like learn. a sexy position. Yeah. High, did you high liar? Uh, and then finally, I want to uh, congratulate you on the tremendous success Please. of your creation <laughs> of the comic book hero beloved across the world. Beams. <laughs> oh, Beams. Beams made it? I'm sorry the Australian Knights didn't make it. I'm actually deeply hurt to that Australian Knights kangaroo didn't make it. Hey, that's okay. But Beams is, Beams is really going to save a lot of lives. That's hey, the difference. Beams is real chill. This is a hero's mash game, okay? <laughs> it's not for fantasy. This is to get the job done to save the world in mansion, more ways than one. And I still have a mansion in Kauai. <laughs> and you have a mansion in Kauai. Oh, my God. You were rolling in that Pacific Rims and Beams money. Wait, what happened to... Uh, California raisins. Wait, what did I get instead Mm-mm. of the California raisins? That is what you got. Your your uh, it's that's what it is. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So wait, now I'm confused. Wasn't what? Wait, <laughs> what happened? C- California raisins. You want to be able to wait? Something really weird happened. No, didn't it? I said, what movie can you jump into? Oh, that's right. I said, what movie can you jump into? And you said, I don't want to jump into a movie for the second one. I want to be a Harlem Globetrotter. Oh, right, and right, then right. That, and the then Calif- that dissolved into the Calif- making you the Calif- Calif- it's, the, it's the weirdest category to date in yeah. that they're utterly unrelated. To one. <laughs> just like, what group do I want to be a part of in general? I was general? so scared for a second. It was almost like the teleprompter moment where I was like, I don't know how this game works. What is oh, this? My God. What are words? Help that, me. We Help turned me. that category into just what group it was real. either the Hodgepodge. pacific room group mm-hmm. the uh harlem globetrotter group mm-hmm. or, or the, the california, california reasons group yeah. what ga- what member of a gang are you yeah makes sense. oh my god okay eugene will you please tell our wonderful listeners about your podcast and any and all other things that they can enjoy about you what as can I you do? enjoy about me um you can enjoy um uh twitter and Instagram and all that stuff is huge Cordero okay. at huge Cordero. Uh, my podcast is called The Dumbbells, and it's me and this guy Ryan Stanger, and we just talk about fitness and joke around, and you know, make it easier for people to just kind of talk about, you know, going through that as a regular thing. Great, and um, yeah, and then perform every Monday at UCB and the Smokes. That's Guys, it. if you're local, if you're local, get out here. If you're not, you know. 
Um, buy a plane ticket. Find what kangaroo. Are you? Find kangaroo. <laughs> He'll take you to Australia, but he might be able to stop by LA. He's working on some of his other skills. Yeah, yeah, he's working stuff. on his other stops. Oh, that poor guy. Um, Eugene, thank you so much for yeah, your- of course. Oh shit. Oh my god. I didn't warn you about this. Wait, are we leaving? Wait, what's happening? I have to kill you. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Uh, it is Boys of Summer. I don't know if you even know the song. It's been real touch and go with people who know it or don't know it. But Boys I do ask sh- my guests to try to extemporaneously sing uh, a snippet of Don Henley's Boys of Summer. You look like maybe you've heard that that's a I, thing, but not, that's as yeah. close as we get. I'm, I'm thinking of a different 80s song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear it. And I... Um... I don't even know who this is by or mm-hmm. if these are the words. Uh-huh. And I think it's because we went by the cranberries <laughs> earlier or whatever that I'm all confused. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm thinking of, should I know better than I wanted to be with you? And I'm on a mystery. Do you know that song? No. Mother. <laughs> what is that song? Um, Boys of Summer, though. That was unprecedented because that was just an, a totally different song altogether. Yeah, I'm just thinking of like. No, it was great. A happy, might, <laughs> a happy. It's 80 not song. a beat. It's mournful. It is. I've never seen more serious in my life than I was just then. Boys of Summer is mournful. Yeah. It goes like uh like the 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 verse part that uh people tend to remember most is um, because I think it's got a. There's a little like there's a there's something about it that's catchy, but it goes out on the road today. I saw a dead head sticker on a Cadillac. Oh yeah, a little voice inside my head said, Don't "Never look, look back. You could Don't never look, look back." back. Oh, yeah. Thought I knew what love was. What did I know? You know what I mean? I can feel it. Strong. I get my paper burn. <laughs> That's it. I mean, see, that seems happy to me <laughs> if I don't listen to the words. If I just go, because then it's just a ba 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 song. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I see it totally differently now. A ba 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 ba. That should be the lyrics of that song. <laughs> okay. That was amazing. I can't think of a better way to end it than with a ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba song. Yeah. Uh, guys, I will talk to you next time on the podcast. Keep having a great summer. As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by the amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.